of Cuban hip motion. <laughs> Sleeping upstairs, but there's a party downstairs. All right, I need two things to happen. Get on the floor and bring these mics just a little bit closer. <laughs> Think about it real good. Oh, it's oh, What's it called? It's a. <laughs> it's like a. Yeah. Call it the ET. It could be a vibe. No, not vibe slap. It's like something that rings. Yeah, I forgot what that thing is called. Yeah, it's like a fish. Yeah. Like a wooden. Yeah. Um, comment below. What is this? <laughs> What's the thing he called the ridges? It goes. Yeah, every you know, we don't need to know what it is. There it is. What? Don't forget your old I wanted to ask for this dance all night. But we're floating in It's too much. Ah, uh, well this is a deep cut. <laughs> this song is more than ten years old. I mean, I think it's kind of fresher than a lot of the... Right. I mean, I hate to take it there, but, like, it's pretty funky, fresh, fresh compared to some of the uh, Fearless Flyers stuff. Mm. Whoa. I mean, Shots I fired hate... early on the Shots Club feed. <laughs> I mean, I hate to throw shade, but, I mean, this seems... What do you mean you hate to throw shade? That's what you live for. True. I love it. <laughs> Throwing shade, throwing, <laughs> throwing feet, feet throwing, <laughs> throwing everything, throwing yeah. my drink. <laughs> Whoa. All right, well, off to a rocky start, but hey, this we've is been not there a rocky before. start. We've been there before. Uh, welcome, everybody. It's Conscious Club podcast number 14. We're almost to 15. Almost to 15. And I got to say, 15 is going to be dope. Yeah, it's going to be. Not only cool. because uh, Daniel's not going to be here, nor, <laughs> nor, nor, nor is he here tonight. That's why 15 is going to be good because Daniel isn't no, there? No, I said oh, not only tonight. because he's not going to be there. I'm just joking, Daniel. I love you. You know, it's it's a Can part of the Can we talk about lore. how his house flooded? Yes. Uh, his, his apartment flooded, uh, and, he, you know, he lives in a, a very old uh, apartment complex here in L.A., and uh, the sink got the best of him. He sent me a snap at, like, 5 a.m., and I woke up at, like, 7 and saw it, and it was just, like, a full sink, and then he pans around to uh, to the carpet in his room, and it's, like, half dark Saturated half light and water. you're just like oh the, the mattress is out and you're just like god man and it's a and, bad morning uh, it's the day after his birthday too day after happy birthday daniel yeah happy birthday daniel uh we love sorry you. that your stuff overflowed the day after your birthday yeah that sucks man that definitely definitely sucks um 
but yeah, you know, you know, just like Corey Wong, we persevere through things, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure uh, he has somebody scheduled to come in uh, this week to clean it up. So uh, he just got to live in. Uh, Live in some damp, damp uh, <laughs> situations. Oh my God, poor guy. He's swamping, to say uh, the least. He's swamping. He's, he's one of he's the swamping like the swampers do, don't they? <laughs> Let me fix this backlight here. Love this. Ooh, I like how my hair's lit. Yeah, it's cool. You know, that's what happens when you go to film school. You know, you kind of learn three-point lighting, and that's about it. Kind of. You don't really learn anything Kind of learn, he says. <coughs> yeah, kind of. Also, I apologize in advance if I do have any, like, tickle or, like, throat yeah. cough. I'm s- just getting over yeah. really bad cold, so Yeah, I if you're a fan of the show, you uh, you got to see her in her full swing of sickness back in the yeah. last episode when she made a little appearance. It was not cute. Not happening. But anyway, we got a packed show for you. No we have pun a lot intended. to do and talk about, yeah. and we're excited. Um, uh, among the big things this week uh, is the Disco Ulysses video release. Now, I'll pop that up. And, um, you know, this this uh, this presented some... Uh, questions. Questions. Quanders. Quanders. Ponders. You know, I wanted to, you know... Qualms. God, ev- everything, really. <laughs> like, there's a part of me that wants to know what the fuck is going on in this in this in this thing. Like, I know it's a joke. I know the like, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it is. It's like, it's a Jack joke. So it's like you don't really know if it's like a serious like existential like discovery that he's came up with or if it's right. just a fucking joke or he just came up with it as he so was smart. typing you yeah. know like typing out the text but yeah we got disco ulysses the the uh disco greek epic right yeah of uh of the odyssey right yeah and um written like a stage play kind of right and you know i think probably some people have uh the reservations that we both have mm-hmm it's just so out of left field, which is to be expected. So it's like, I expect to be unexpectedly question, like confused. Yeah, it's not the overlay scrolling text that throws us because we've gotten that before. Right, in Corey Wong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the part that is different is that it has like this literary referencing kind of thing that's kind of new to Jack's right. character. Yeah, what I love, what I, there's thing, there's things I love about it, and things that I'm, I just don't understand w- w- what's going on or why it's happening because, you know, Jack is a scholar, mm-hmm. you know, Jack is a smart guy, you know, he surrounds himself with people who are like-minded and mm-hmm. do the same, have the same kind of drive, but there's this whole like. Uh, how do I say it? Like, there's this whole kind of like, it seems very uh, niche. So niche. Yeah, it's like that's it's, like part of him, though. Yeah, I mean, this is that's a niche, what makes you know? Jack Jack. Is it's that like, like yeah. he 
has these super niche like interests like those weird health yeah. things that he's into like finance and like that stuff and then Be this fine. like well, literary fine. stuff and then right. oh, he's super into like obviously this more relates to the band on like everything else but like he's super into like funk musicians and that's right. what makes him so talented but it seems like there's there's <laughs> a uh there's a divide because there's it seems <laughs> i know i'm coming up with these these, these, you uh, got some serious. Uh, well, I, I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not. I don't have the words to describe what's in my head right now because what I'm thinking is, is although he's scholar and there's so much behind what he tries to do, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much intent. I think there's an equal amount of not prepping or not caring. Because like the song, the like the text or the the songs that they allude to on the text on screen here, they just seem so like in the moment. Like he's typing out these titles, and like even though the the uh, the uh, Homer book is yeah. very uh, you know ironclad, it's an epic, yeah. right? There's a story that's going on. It's so funny because like the calls to another song or the calls to the song that what that little part is about just seems so the opposite of scholarly or like mm-hmm. the opposite of of intent you know it just seems like what if it isn't though what if i told you it's the exact opposite what if i told mm-hmm. you that all of those song titles were actually a new song title for the new Wolfpack record I don't think Wolfpack would have a bad brisket song name. What if I told you that that whole thing right there right. was a layout for their Greek show? And that it's going to be oh like an epic like. The Greek. You're right. Maybe. What if it's not like their set list, but it's like their outline of their plan for the show right maybe maybe they're just gonna hold they're just gonna switch it all together instead of like the the like the roll call and then the going into the songs and like featuring everybody it's like maybe they're gonna fuck maybe it's gonna gonna be like togas and tell a story and and but i don't know it just seems way too niche but like but i hate to say that because it's a niche this is all that's that's all who cares but that's a a niche jack though like that's a jack fucking move to do something so niche and bizarre that nobody's expecting and to like do like not like a not like a stage play but like mix Mm. his music into some kind of a choreographed not routine it's a part of something bigger yeah yeah Yeah. i feel like there's gonna be a lot of weaving like everything together yeah because the timing of this video and the greek coming next month it it want it like it almost seems like so like jack to put these thoughts in your mind right because like it's natural to see this there's a correlation no and oh greek week you know it's like but then again it's like maybe he's just doing this so that it creates more buzz and then it's just another and show. more questions and then it's more just questions a thing. and then that drives you to come to um the show wondering what's gonna happen and then it's just a regular Wolfpack show and then you buy the next ticket you'll still be happy though <laughs> even if it is a regular show and he doesn't do any like choreographed thing right yeah <laughs> may, ho- if he does do a choreographed thing i hope he doesn't eat an edible before um, yeah because he will definitely go left instead of right yeah no oh, definitely definitely he will go left instead of right because you know if he comes back from <coughs> medmen hollywood dispensary <laughs> and goes straight to the greek they always post gummies. job postings medmen medmen yeah they always have those. is that your new uh career 
venture. Actually, they were hiring an animator for like a long ass time and like assistants and oh. shit. I think I even applied to a few. I don't know why I wouldn't have anything in common with those people, but hey. it's a job. A job's know. a job. When yeah, you you're could broke in LA. You could, you know, do some animation on some leaves. You know, it's like yeah, yeah you're really good at that. Yeah. Anyway, true, true. Disco Ulysses. Um, uh, was that underwhelming for you? As, yeah. a, as, a, as an audience member yeah 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 but i do i do want to say when it did come out i think i think he has really good timing and that i completely forgot that there was going to be two more or that there was that the video i definitely was were. not expecting it when it came right out. i saw because i'm on the and i was the, like oh wait is this list. old i was like right <laughs> yeah because like, like you know eh. there's people who like troll and who make fake videos shit. yeah and yeah. like and speaking of that i have a little uh taste of it oh, uh a little bit of some beautiful people in the pack posting a lyric video mm. to a non-lyric he just found you know a similar bpm of a stem of a of uh sandra malay is it malay or Malette? it's she- probably if it's french it's malay <laughs> I like I it. all of the stank faces except for Dart and Corey. <laughs> I enjoy it actually. First yeah. three have great stankies. Great stanks. But uh, you know, it's gems like this that when you're like, cause you know, you know those little Easter eggs that come in like, cause like it says Disco Ulysses instrumental. Yeah. That just based on their previous release uh, history, you know there's going to be a Disco Ulysses on the next album with lyrics. And whether that's going to be Antoine, whether that's going to be... I don't think it's going to be Antoine. Oh. I think it might be a female. There's a strong lack of females. They need to bring in at least a female vocalist. Hmm. Yeah, I think the the only female they've had is the... That one black chick who's really good. Oh, right. You got Coco O. Yeah. And then you got... um, who they should um, so bring that back because she'd be great on this track, actually. Right. And then you have Monica Martin on yep, 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 uh, yep, yep. Love is a Beautiful Thing. And, um, you know, I, you might be... But it is the disco... Like Coco epic. O would sound good. Coco O would sound great. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just an interesting thing because, like... Jack has a way of, of creating... A lot of buzz around nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not around nothing per se, but like creating buzz where it's like, it's all manufactured. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's fake that's buzz. what's so fun. That's what's <laughs> so fun buzz. about it. Right. Because like you get into these realms where it's like, what the hell is going to happen? What the hell am I seeing? Why are you taking it this route? But that that's what Wolf is, man. They like... They're making the playing field so broad, so open that they they and they don't they don't care about what people think about them. They just know that people are people who listen love them, you yeah. know. And it's like and will love them the almost unconditionally, right? When you think about niche markets, if I made a podcast about fucking, you know, I don't know, fucking pencils or something. There'd be like at least one dude who'd like buy my t-shirt. You know what I mean? Because like he loves number two pencils. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, maybe. There'd be one teacher out there that goes like, oh, that pencil <laughs> podcast is great. You know what I mean? And that'd be like my, like, I'd get 12 bucks a month or something for their <laughs> subscription. But like, that's the thing with niches. It's like, 
people are aren't coming here to expect you know pop music you know they're they're coming here to expect experimentation something new something fresh and something that has thought behind it but is fun and doesn't take itself seriously and i think that all works towards you know bettering the you know or or making the the audience more fertile in terms of grabbing more people in uh keeping people who are there interested interested yeah and you know regardless of its like of its like uh you know what like like i want i really want to know like from what jack thinks is going to happen does it usually happen that way for him? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm going to do it this way and then release it. And then this is going to happen. No, I don't think life in general works that way. Mm. I think he's not, he's not worried about that. Right. No, I think he is very worried about that. I think Mm. we all as humans are very worried about like, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And then it's going to lead to this and lead to that. But like really in real life, does anything ever work out the way you think it's going to, or the way you want it to? Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. So I feel like. Hmm. I mean, there's definitely a formula. I mean, think about the way he, you know, right. between every Wolfpack album he, recently, he's been releasing another Fearless, you know. True. And, yeah. He is a busy guy. And like, I don't know if I don't, I, you know, I don't know if they've taken this long of a, of a break in between video releases, though, because it seemed like the last video we got was fucking what, two months ago maybe seemed not that long i don't know ago. i don't know it's 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 interesting because like it we're all here and we're gonna stay here it's just whenever it comes it floods do you think we'll get you know? the other one before the greek yeah most definitely yeah what's our last one cup stacker that's the that's one that's he's keeping it he's keeping that shit locked tight why though know? i don't know it's a good song that's a good song. It is. You know. And it's it's that ding 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 ding. Yeah. It's just mm. there's a lot going on with it and it, and like I think the more that you don't see the video, the more you kind of perceive what it might look like. And then when you get to it, it's either you know, meeting your expectations, exceeding it, or you're going like what the fuck? But then any one of those uh reactions still like gives engagement do you you think that he left this one to last because it's his favorite one that they did or his favorite no 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 i don't think think it's just out of i think it's because a lot of people have asked for it and you know what i mean like i think like and also that trolling video where the cup stacker came out and it was like it was like (laughs) captain hook or something yeah as just like a, a bait video and it got people excited, you know, and True. like, I don't, I don't I want to think that like, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, man. Like the whole, like I want to meet him and I want to talk to him, you know, like I, I really yeah. want to like, not that he's going to fucking tell me anything, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you she, yeah, no, but like, I bet he doesn't even tell yeah. other bandmates about right. a lot of his, yeah, maybe methods of madness yeah because like i remember Corey cory being interviewed and he's like yeah he's i just like, go in yeah, and record and never i hear it when you guys hear it yeah <laughs> you know and it sounds like theo gets all the listens because he's in la and is close to it all also he's you know? like the songwriter on a lot of the shit right so it's kind of yeah. important yeah um another thing i wanted to mention on the dj paradiddle a simple step if i play it again i wanted to mention Excuse me. Those burps were 
heinous. Pardon. Pardon my French. Um, I wanted to pop into a simple step just for a moment. When it, when it jumps in here. So this right. is 2009, I need two right? So Wolf Records is, is in existence for a year at this point. And, you know, growing his legs. He's growing his legs. And I feel like this song has a lot, is like heavily weighing towards Steely Dan sound. Does it not sound like Steely? Like it's, it's like, it's the, it's the... Easy, easy. Yeah. There's not a lot of range in there, um, and it's, it's like nice the driving. And nice and bouncy. Right. It's nice and bouncy, nice and light, but like. This is like before he had his own sound. Full develop. Right. Because I think this is like I want to dive into what like I want to make the music that I like and am and influenced by. And you see a lot of that in the pack where it's like people are making Wolfpack-esque music. And I feel like, right? Like in posting, like the Groove Bros and fucking the, the gyrating hips, right? Not hating on you, but you know, Wolfpack's Wolfpack. You're not Wolfpack. You know, fight me, you know? <laughs> but I think this is the point where, you know, he was still going after the German rhythm section, right? Like we're still in that uh that stage of the uh, I don't want to say naivete but uh, still experimenting into what the sound is yeah. going to be right and this is so this takes me back to that those kind of that, that kind of point in your life where you're like I love this music and I want to make something f from my love for it mm -hmm. you know and I think you're like when you f when you jump into that kind of uh, realm you can't help but make what you listen to. Yeah. Right? And this is like a... Like, even though this is an original song, like, you got Antoine Stanley on it, and, like, it's... It's great. Like, yeah, like we said earlier, like, it's arguably just as fresh as anything that they release mm -hmm. right now. And... Or more fresh. And, like... It's just so... It's so... It's so uh, parallel to your influences mm -hmm. that it's not Wolfpack. You know what I mean? Like Wolfpack is its Definitely own doesn't thing. sound like Wolfpack, right. but I kind of love it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So. Like this could this could find its way onto a Wolfpack album and I wouldn't I wouldn't flinch, mm -hmm. but I would still go, "Oh, this is I can see why they like Steely Dan." Like it's a it's it's a Steely Dan song, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh not hating on it. It's great. It's like I when I, I I'm a huge reggae fan and when I when I'm jamming down the road, down the freeway, just fucking going for it and I'm blasting reggae. I want to make a solid ass reggae song that sounds like the one I'm listening to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then until you really uh, grow your legs, you really kind of do this stuff. You know? And I um, I'll leave it at that. With that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah, this is where we are. That was the uh, was little intro to uh, number 14. <laughs> a little intro? little intro. No, we're about, what, 15 something in? Anyway. That's quite an intro. Quite an intro. We've had longer <laughs> intros. Way longer yeah. intros, yeah. But um, What if you just flew up the logo now? <laughs> the podcast, like, 15 minutes in, like... So now Fuck that, I've man. been doing the the masks this yeah, whole time. You're just you just turned the masks off <laughs> yeah. now. Fifteen minutes in, some fucking bullshit. 
Oh man. Well, I, I hate to take it to a uh, a um, a sadder part of the show, but we did um, we did lose a great musician this oh, week. No. Yes, we lost the uh, the ever great, the ever um, you know well renowned Dr. John, who is well known out of uh, New Orleans for making just beautiful beautiful music. Um, a lot of it. Um, you know, so, uh, not a lot of it, but a, some of it has been has appeared in, um, you know, Princess and the Frog. I knew it. Um, he covered. That's where I remember him from. Right. He's he, yeah. It's a very uh, New Orleans kind of guy, and and you know, born and bred, and won't leave. You know, mm-hmm. he just st- straight to his roots, and you can tell because I have some stuff prepped from Doctor John. That oh, you guys I'm so are excited. Love. Yeah. So. Um, this first one is not a Dr. John song, but it's I'll Fly Away. And great, great song. And this is New Orleans' second line band. Mm. Or a second line in a parade. We'll get into what a second line is if you don't know what it is later. But uh, Thank you, Professor Indy. Yeah, well, we're just going to look at Wikipedia. Okay. So, yeah, it's fine. But this is all love for Dr. John in New Orleans this week. This was today. Um... Look at the little guy. Oh, yeah. Just take pictures of him. Beautiful. And for those of you listening, this is probably thousands. I would say thousands of people in the streets of uh, New Orleans. All together, uh, brass playing. There's an accordion there. Or no, like a washboard guy. Percussionist, every type of thing. And uh, they're all paying tribute to Dr. John. You know, he... He was That's the. Uh, I think he's he's the biggest uh, celebrity that made uh, Nola, you know, um, gumbo music. Yeah. Popular. It's really great. Mm. <laughs> it's just beautiful that you know you see you know you see nazis taking over lgbt rallies and stuff I but know. then you see this kind of stuff you yeah. know and it, and it makes you go like wow there is good in the world <laughs> at least you know at least you're yeah. not seeing just complete assholes all the time you yeah know? it's so true it's amazing um and yeah you know it's 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 a great time and uh I think this this goes to show what you can do with music. You know, you can bring so many people together in tribute and, and all different types of people. Yeah, a very diverse group of yeah. people. And uh, it's just great to see. Yeah. You know, it's almost, it's literally almost making me tear up. Because, like, my dad loves Dr. John, and he turned me on to... Uh, your dad got me in the right place giving out the wrong dime like there's a Aww. really hit song by him that my dad loves and you know he's you know he's from the 70s you know late 60s 70s mm-hmm. i mean he's been doing music since the 50s uh old old guy he died at 77 this week but uh it's kind of young s- for nowadays though yeah yeah um interesting story on that guy though like he uh he started out playing guitar i think it shot in the hand and then couldn't play guitar anymore because he lost feeling in his in his finger, <laughs> and then just went to piano, and then is fucking known as Doctor John. That's crazy. Yeah, and supposedly he 
he came up with the character, you know, very Jack-esque. I guess Jack is very Dr. John-esque. <laughs> but uh, coming up with the character while he was like, he wasn't even the front man of this band. He created this character, uh, Dr. John, a very uh, voodoo, New Orleans, very uh, like almost like a, like a Jack Sparrow. You know, he he's Jack either way, you know, <laughs> like, right. and supposedly the uh, band members thought, you know, he wasn't even the lead and they're like, no, you go up and sing because mm-hmm. like you're better looking and weird and more interesting than any of us. Right. <laughs> and that kind of, you know, spurred his, uh, his career into, uh, being Dr. John. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Um, now second line, one of the things I want to pull up here. Um, I didn't know what a second line was. Now I, I always, you know, I refer to myself as a blue collar musician, um, right. even though I'm, I'm not really that blue collar. I just call myself a blue collar musician cause I don't know how to read notes. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a fake book musician. <laughs> you play by ear. I play by ear and I can yeah. like, I can see the chord on the string and I'll play the chord. You got F, you got G, you got C, you got fucking D minor. I can do it all. You yeah. know what I mean? But like you throw notes in my face. You're I not a not. classically trained Right. guitar player right i'm a classic rock trained yeah. guitar player <laughs> exactly <laughs> huge difference yeah, yeah. but uh second line a second line is a tradition of brass band parades in new orleans louisiana the main line the first line is the main section of the parade or the members of the actual club with a uh, parading permit as well as the brass band now those who follow the band just to enjoy yeah. the music are called the second line um, the second line style of tradition dance, uh, in which participants walk sometimes with the twirl, uh, twirl a, a parasol or a handkerchief in the air. Yeah, that was the umbrellas in the video. Right, the umbrellas, yeah. <laughs> uh, called the second lining, and it's been called the quintessential New Orleans art form, a jazz funeral without a body. So it's like, it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's showing love, yeah. you know, it's showing love for something that has come to pass, <laughs> um, and well-deserved for, uh for uh mr dr john now i have more i have more on dr john so there's these uh cbs posted this this week a little uh, expose on his death what happened this past week the passing of musician malcolm john rebenack <laughs> jr better known by far as dr, dr. john <laughs> mm. A true mm. son of New Orleans, Dr. John mixed blues, jazz, rock, and faux voodoo in a musical gumbo faux of voodoo. his own. They musical gumbo. Musical gumbo, yeah. He crafted his Dr. John alter ego in the late 1960s. Yeah, I can see your dad liking this. Right. <laughs> right place, wrong time in 1973. Speaking of the wrong time, here's Dr. John talking to Russ Mitchell for Sunday morning back in 2006. <laughs> I operate good at nights. Days, a little shaky. It's about uh, 2 in the afternoon. You doing okay? This prime time this sleeping? This is now? not my best time. <laughs> All the same, somehow, Dr. John found the time to win six Grammy Awards. Wow. Oh, yeah. Plus a place in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Dr. John was 77. Just a Amazing. great, just a great soul, you know. Unique. Like you don't, you don't get that prolific without <laughs> being just literally just being a, just a powerhouse of musician mm-hmm. and just being you, you know. Right. And there's some extra things, and there's another CBS expose that I found. Let me cut to, let me see, 225 here. Such a night. 
see. He's worked as a performer, composer, and producer. Sweet confusion under the moonlight. With musicians spanning the generations, from B.B. King to the Rolling Stones. Sometimes the smart thing is to go see the doctor. To Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I'm all lit up like a Christmas tree. A musician's musician. A direct you can hear that, that uh, Princess and the Frog, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. To rhythm and blues. <laughs> he's just he's just the man, you know. And there's another part here. What four fifty one? I wrote down. Let's see. But though he was surrounded by musicians, he didn't have <laughs> to leave the family to find his first music teacher. Who taught you for the most part? My aunt Andre taught me when I was a little kid. She taught me how to do this. I was a little, little bitty kid, yeah. and then later she taught me how to add. <laughs> Don't you love those little, those little stepping stones? Even in her later years, there she is. Aunt Andre could play a mean boogie woogie piano. She's so cute. So, it's so cute. It's the way it works in New Orleans. One generation handing down music to the next. Cosimo wow. Matasso, owner of a legendary New it's Orleans great. recording studio, started using Mac on records when he was just 14, despite another case of right place, wrong time. He was a guitar player then, right? Yeah, yeah, well, he had a little problem along the way. It shifted the piano. What was the problem? He got shot in the hand. <laughs> That'll do it. Yes. Put him straight raving through his throat. Yeah, he's, he's just a class act, Make you know. Make no mistake, the doctor is not a saint. <laughs> Let me go to, let's see, 629 here for another little uh, portion. He did, the, uh, he did the Popeyes theme song. He's tried his hand at jingles. Oh, I wrote Popeyes. You wrote the Popeyes? <laughs> <laughs> I do Popeyes. But even though it's never quite paid off like he hoped. Oh, my God. Popeyes. Hell yeah. For a local they company. still, they played that when we were a kid. Yeah. I remember it. They were going to be some humongous company all over the planet. Right. And he knew. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> I love his. Like, well, that's how we go. Yeah. And and uh, it might have you know not been super easy to get there, but essentially, essentially, uh, Popeyes wasn't a big company when they hired him to do that, and then didn't pay him when they became huge. And that's what he meant. Well, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> but he didn't need that. He didn't need that. No. You know, and that's 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 another thing to know. It's like. It doesn't matter. Just make good shit, move on, and keep yeah. making it. You know, like if you're really, if you're gonna stand the test of time, you will. And a Popeyes commercial ain't gonna make or break you. No, hell you no, know? it's dropping the bucket. Right. There's one more. There's one more little part here. Uh, nine was it nine fourteen? The man who's brought more New Orleans music to more people in the world than anybody that's ever come along. Damn straight. Y'all know him, <laughs> Dr. John. Dr. John brought thousands to their feet, New Orleans style. And when the spirit moved him, he even put on a few moves. It seemed that Dr. John was, for this moment at least, in the right place at the right time. 
I know. It's 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 so touching. It's 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 great. Cause like you know, among among a lot of the huge musicians out there, he doesn't get anywhere the near uh, you know, the uh, attention. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's probably a guy that you'll you know, like if you don't look for him. And if you don't go, whoa, wow, who did that song? You won't find right. them. You know, it's, it's, and, and it's those kind of people, the people who fly under the radar, who are kind of the most prolific and interesting, interesting, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, Absolutely. and you kind of feel their loss when they're gone, you know? Yeah. One more thing. One more thing I wanted to pop up here, Dr. John. <laughs> he got asked by Time Magazine. This is 10 questions for Dr. John and Time Magazine. Let's cut to some of it because he's just a fucking class act, this guy. A reader named Dennis Murrell, who's writing from China, uh, wants to know, uh, how would you describe your own music? Well, I, I like to think of what Louis Armstrong and also Duke Ellington said about music. There's only two kinds of music, good and bad. <laughs> That's right. I would like to think of my music as being good. Aww. My late songwriting partner <laughs> and myself, Bobby Charles, who just passed away have consistently were writing songs about truths nobody wants to hear about. It's the most important thing to me. How have the spirits and the answer? Great. That's great. There's another uh, one at 144 that was really cool. So, uh, here we go. We've talked a couple times about um, spirits and spirituality, great. and you've got your, your, your walking stick and the, what you're wearing around your neck. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about what that is and why it's important to you? I believe very strongly that the only thing wrong with any religion is man. There's nothing wrong with any religion but man. And I believe very strongly that there's one spirit that guides us all. Mm. We call it the great spirit, you can call it uh, Jehovah, you can call Mm -hmm. him uh, a myriad of names, Allah, the name doesn't matter. It's still one spirit up there. But there's a myriad of other spirits around that spirit. Every religion has a way of breaking something down in another way. Mm. And I'm not against any of them. Isn't that just so profound? Mm -hmm. Like, I've kind of... it's, It's like when people say something so profound that you've never really even thought of before. You know, it's like... Wait, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I actually thought about that a lot in college. Really? I, I took a lot of religion courses. I studied Buddhism. I studied right. ancient Mayan and Inca religions. Right. Yeah, I think it come. you know, like if, yeah, because I, I, I wasn't really into history, so I didn't really take much mm-hmm. of that stuff. But like I've had the thought every once in a you know, like because you always have the thought or like, okay, if, if Jewish people exist and Christians exist and Muslims exist. And then you, you, you know, you, I grew up Christian, right? Like, uh, and a Protestant. And then you go, wait, there are other religions and they think they're right. You know what I mean? See, like you have those critical thoughts and you go like, well, who there's, there's gotta be an ex- explanation for see, all. See, I grew up very differently you know? because like my mom's kind of Catholic, but also like Native American beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was atheist. So I grew up with like three different perspectives on religion and run home so uh, i think for me like i always grew up knowing that there was so many things out there <laughs> right, right like that was very apparent to me well yeah and yeah that yeah it's kind of along the lines of what i was saying too it's like when you actually get to the point where you can understand for yourself 
that there are other people believing as true as what you were taught Mm -hmm. to their religion. And you, it really kind of comes to like question yourself where you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I was just told that this is what's right. Mm -hmm. Is this what's right? You know what I mean? And it's, it's interesting. Maybe not a conversation for the conscious club podcast, but good note. Yeah. Good note. Like that's, that's a really good sentiment. I think, you know, like we all under, all under one, one love, you know, Absolutely. One heart. Let's get together and feel all right, you know? <laughs> all right, one more little thing He's on uh, I'm some Dr. John here. Yeah, he is adorable. Turtle. Uh, let's see, 523, here we go. Last question, uh, Jake Home in New Orleans wants to know, is there any city in the world other than New Orleans <laughs> that you could envision yourself living in and enjoying? Actually, no. <laughs> I love New Orleans. I love my roots. I love my culture and my heritage. I've tried living in other places, but that's where my heart is still. <laughs> Dr. John, thank you very much. This has been 10 Questions for Time. Really an interesting guy. Huh? Really interesting guy. Well, um, rest in peace, Mr. Uh, Dr. John. We're going to, yeah. you know, I never got to see you live, uh, but my dad told me about you. <laughs> uh, and I loved what I heard. And I remember, I, th- I remember when we were living in Koreatown, mm-hmm. you can go back to TCCP episode one and two and three, I think, <laughs> to see that uh, yeah. piece of crap place. Um, but we were walking to McDonald's mm-hmm. and uh, I think we were, we were both, you know, engaging in that cute moment where we both wear each other, wear one pair of AirPods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that a lot in Koreatown. And, uh, and yeah, and then uh, Dr. John came on the uh, the playlist. And I was like, oh, it's Dr. John. Must have been the right place. Must have been the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my dad told me about this guy. Oh. Yeah. Little Man's. memories like that. Yeah. And then and then when your dad goes, like, you never heard of Dr. John? Oh, my God. Like I'm like, no. And then you just get into this whole Zone. style. Yeah. <laughs> but rest love in it. peace. We'll love you. Forever and ever. Yeah. Mr. Dr. Dr. John. John. All right. Now, uh, next on the rundown is Funny Funk. But yeah. do you want to do a JLB update or wait for later? Because no, I let's know, hit that JLB. But I know the audience really wants some JLB or some Funny Funk. I don't know. What do we, like, I want to, I want to tease it and then let the, and then let the audience wait for it. Okay. So which one, which one f- will they wait for? Funny Funk or JLB? They'll wait for funny. Do okay. JLB we'll first. Do, we'll do JLB. Um, not yeah. that he's not worth waiting for. Right. So, Mr. Jason Lee Bruns, the <laughs> ever, the ever great uh, Jason <laughs> Lee Bruns. Uh, I love uh, A little update. It's not music related, but it's it's an update nonetheless. It's a guy of many talents. I got many, many talents. Many. Um, and this is just, this is a little glimpse into, the, into what this guy can do. So... Jason Lee Bruns reupholstered his leather seat in his house and his leather uh, kitchen table seat, and it's beautiful. You know, it was a little, it was cracked and worn, and very much uh, needed of a reupholstering. This guy took it apart, put it back together with better, better stuff. Love that he took pictures of every step. Too. Every step. That's Jason Lee Bruns. He doesn't not do this kind of stuff, and then covers up his <laughs> covers up his work with a ah. little duvetine. Look at that. Duvetine the fuck does that mean duvetine you don't know what duvetine mean felt well I, I mean it's in the film industry it's called duvetine duvetine is what you use to uh 
I'm sorry. I've I come from. I've never a, heard come, of Duvetine. Duvetine. In my du- fucking life. Duvetine. The fuck? Duvetine. It's uh not not Duvain. Duvetine. Yeah, it don't exist. That's what it's fucking telling your ass. Not Duvetine. Duvetine. Uh, Duvetine, also known as molten or rockle, is a twill fabric velvet with velvet-like like. nap on one side, and maybe woven or cotton or wool. In rare cases, mainly in the It's not states. called felt. No. Bring so, up a picture okay. of this fucking All right. material. All right. Do you, do you guys watch Tiger Belly? Are you familiar with Tiger Belly? Yeah, no right? shit. We watch it all the time. Right. But they might not. If you go to Tiger Belly and you, you click on one of their episodes, you'll see in the background that there's a big black tarp around the window, and which makes them do podcasts during the day, and so you don't notice it's day, right? So you use Duvetine and film sets and perhaps podcasts. Uh, to block the light out of windows, block the light out of wherever the light's coming from. So you have unnecessary light on your set, you put some duvetine up, and it completely blocks it out 100%. So it's basically a felt piece of cloth that uh, blocks light. Thank you for that. That might not be duvetine. I just call black felt stuff duvetine because that's I just know that from film school. So. Well, now we know. So back there. Anyway, uh, miss, look at that. Look at this. Look at this end game. It looks like it's out of Aladdin. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. like, like the genie sat on this and just made some wishes happen, <laughs> come true. You big know? blue ass. Right. Just slapping on down on that pup. Right. <laughs> and uh, that's not the only update. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm very burpy tonight. Yeah, he had TV and then carnitas. So he's a little bit gassy. Yeah, whatever. Well, Jason Lee Bruns was on a run uh, today mm-hmm. and came across... He had a snake encounter. Oh. Oh, my God. Everyone. We got a friend here. A friend. He's not happy. Rattlesnake. There you go. There we go. Watch your step, boys and girls. (laughs) He's so used to saying that. He's very much a teacher. Yeah. Watch your step, boys and girls. We got a friend here. Friend. And this was the first of two he came across. Watch your step, boys and girls. Was this this morning? This morning, yeah. It was like 110 degrees today. Well, not, not like this and morning. And your boy, Jail, it was hot as fuck this morning. I went out there. And your boy, Jail B, was out making moves. Yeah, because he's a determined man. Yeah, he is. It was too fucking hot. Yeah. I mean, he does yoga. He does Pilates, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Pilates. I mean, he seems like he would. And no his little offense. Jane Fonda, like, spanny yeah, outfit. Yeah. Love but that for him. JLB, we love him. Uh, I'm his production assistant for his LA shows, and it's great. I'm his merch <laughs> guy. I'm the, I'm the Alexa Teed of the JLB <laughs> collective uh, uh, featuring Kevin Batchay. Oh. Formerly the Jason Lee Bruns collective featuring Kevin Batchelder. <laughs> he chopped off the Etchelder. <laughs> or not the Etchelder. He chopped off the Chelder. The Chelder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right Woo! all right well this brings us to a new segment mm-hmm. that only has one part so far because we didn't prep it more than that but but there's more to come there is more to come and it may be a uh a uh you know a um, reoccurring segment that when we have nothing else to talk about we uh, make happen so uh animal spirits this this segment's called animal spirits <laughs> yeah. so this week i don't know if you guys saw in the pack but uh we saw the little weasel riding on the what is the hummingbird here or woodpecker woodpecker um Correct. 
Woody. Yeah. So uh, as the as the story goes, uh, East London based photographer Martin LeMay uh, made some really good photos, and some and and uh, some of them include a baby weasel and a woodpecker. And there's a hilarious story behind the footage. Um, you know, it's 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 just cool to see, um, like things happening like <laughs> right you know like this guy could have just seen this and then just you know not taken out his camera but he had his camera out he was ready and look at this guy look it looks him. like they're best friends it looks like they're very best friends and uh supposedly according to experts the bird is a european green woodpecker a breed that releases loud sounds these birds feed on ants grow to uh 210 to 216 millimeters in length and their wingspan's about uh 320 to 330 for all you uh, bird bird watchers out there. Um, but yeah, I sent this to Indy because I was like, so obviously Woody is the woodpecker. And then this the little guy, the baby weasel, is Jack Stratton clutching on <laughs> to the woodpecker. All his talents just clinging, clinging on clinging for, dear for dear life, life onto, onto Woody, Woody Goss. <laughs> that is great. That yeah. is an awesome. Uh, and I could totally tell like the weasel is whispering into his into his ear. Verse. <laughs> Harmonize. <laughs> Harmonize. You didn't do what I said. God damn it. I'm going to hop on your back. <laughs> oh, just screeching into his ear. Fee, right. fi, fo, thumb. Yeah. Um, according, the, the cute duo was actually engaged in a fight for life. The bird landed and the weasel spotted LeMay and his wife. <laughs> this gave the woodpecker enough time to fly up in the surrounding trees. The weasel couldn't do anything but run away hungry. So he couldn't get the, he couldn't get the woodpecker. But he jumped on him and he tried to make an attempt. He tried. He's yeah. way too small to take down that big of a bird. I know. So yeah, tiny. like the bird's He's a face. Baby. The bird's face is like, you crazy? Yeah. You're cute. You're cute. I'll let you fly. <laughs> Get your on cute me. ass yeah. off me. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, Steve Backshaw, a wildlife presenter, says it's unusual for these birds to fly. <laughs> and he was amazed that the woodpecker did it with a weasel on its back. They so literally not only just said they the don't same fly. thing for five paragraphs. Right. There was a weasel yeah. on a woodpecker's back. Like they yeah. said that in every fucking sentence on this yeah. article. They're going for like... Not, no shade not to healthyfoodhouse.com. <laughs> healthy not spots. Not, yeah, it's not even healthy like birdwatching.com. No, 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 it's no. just Healthy fucking... food house. Like they just picked random nouns. <laughs> What three words do people use a Healthy lot? Healthy food. Ha- what does everyone need to survive? Healthy I'm, I'm going to make a website just called house. It, it and and the dot com. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully people that's will just show up. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, Actually, Jack would love this website. There's a whole thing on vegetables, plants, recipes, herbs mm. and oils, healthy Roots. drinks. Yeah. There's no nothing on uh, no, uh, no ube here. <clears throat> Gotta get the ube. That those, those <laughs> purple, those purple potatoes. You never know. I'm just gonna Photoshop a little purple ube strapped onto Woody. <laughs> <laughs> strapped onto purple the ube. Yeah, I love that. Well, <laughs> well, it's a short episode this week. That's basically all. That's basically all. Funny. That oh, you we forgot your funny, funny segment. Yeah, that's why. That's why I have a guest on this one. Yeah, no, because like on the rundown. It looks like we already went through yeah, it, well, we but did. we did Funny not. funk. Yeah. Funny funk, Funny and then funk. we'll hit the fucking red. Right. Cool. So, first one. <laughs> when you realize your friends are talking about the jobs they applied for online, and you just finished a survey to find out what type of IGF you are. What's IGF mean? It gets funkier. Oh. And 
I thought that would be a lot more funny than it was. Usually that's how it goes on the show. <laughs> uh, but there is a quiz. So you want to figure out what kind of yeah. IGF you are? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So first question, does it get funkier? Yes, no, sometimes, doubtful. It could always be funkier. Or if we reach the point of being too funky, we go to Nirvana. I think it could always be funkier. Okay. Which duck is the funkiest? The funky duck, the dunk, the donkey funk. Fuck. Fuck. The donkey fuck or the donkey <laughs> funk or the common mergen mer- mer- Please look up what that means on Googies. Oh. <gasps> we have to restart. Aw. Son of a oh, nut. We'll restart Mergens, sir. It's a bird. Okay. Ah, so that's very gotcha. on brand. Okay. Well, let me, let's just fucking go back and do this again here. Okay. So okay. it could always be funkier. And what would you do? I say donkey fuck. <laughs> donkey fuck. Okay. And then if you could get funkier, how would you do it? Practice, practice or more. practice more? Practice more. Okay. Choose your favorite funk husband, <laughs> funk spin, and marry him. Let me turn off the uh, the dark reader for Thank this you. one. Thank you. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Woodrow Goshock, Dowdy, Theodore Heartbreak, Dartmouth, or Corey Cartledge? <laughs> I mean, Theodore for sure. Theo? Yeah. Yeah. Like how doughy instead of Joey, like he's doughy. the least doughy person ever. He's yeah, he's farthest from dough. Yeah. yeah, Theodore for sure. And which IGF is funkiest? Oh, one, two, three, four, or Dean Town? I'm doing Dean Town. Okay, let's see what you are. You're IGF three. You've grown oh. funkier with age, but you were funkiest in your first car. Try being funkier next huh. time. Now, if you want a, a little uh, little taste of that, uh, let's get to it. So this is this is the type of IGF you are. Commercial music echo from the recording studio. I love your stank face. Give the give the camera a little stank face for me. Stanky. Mm. This is a deep cut, man. It literally took, what, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 5 to 6 I've years. I've literally for never heard this version. I've never heard this either. I shouldn't be hosting a podcast about Wolfpack and never Love heard the fairy lights, though. Looks like somebody's dormant. Right, or like a college college studio. Is that Joey? It is Joey. Hmm. Never seen his hair so. It's Joey. It's Joey. Joey. <laughs> the least Joey. Yeah. I think I think yeah, this, this is uh, not very funk. Yeah, I think. Uh, Baby Jack. I think Jack. the 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 quiz was right, man. You could do better next time, right? Try being funkier next time. You try getting a better one. Me? Yeah, you. Okay, let's try it. How funky are you? All right. That's the true uh, question. Nirvana, of course. The Funky Duck, of course. Uh, I'm going to just practice. And also... Uh, Who are you going to marry? Who am I going to marry? You can't even pick Jack. I mean, I, I feel like I Corey would, would treat you good. Corey would treat Jack. you really good. I know, but uh, a Joe Dart would be silent the entire marriage. Picking true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That was a little pointed, and I'm sorry. That was a little fucking pointed. Uh, and I'm going four. We're divorced. So I'm IGF one. 
You got funky <laughs> once and you have to try it again someday. Try being funky next time. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> For real? You fucker. I win. Okay, here's mine. I've never been more happy in my life because I won something for once. You didn't win shit, yo. Yes, I did. I love these colors. It's very my aesthetic. The room tone it. is crazy. It is. Those mics aren't close enough. That's why. Yeah. This is 2011, man. This is meat peck age, man. These and facial expressions the, yeah. are insane. I take back my marriage to Theo. Good. Good. Oh, Jack. Just balls. Oh. No aesthetics. Just funk. Fucking Jack looks like he just got out of Hebrew school. His haircut, <laughs> his haircut is like, I still live like with right. my parents. And they pick out my outfits. Wow. Baby Joe. And Joe just stands the test of time. <laughs> Except he's not in his sunnies. He's got no sunnies, but... Uh, baby Woody? Wow, Baby Woody. Jack looks so different. God, it's weird. Jack looks so weird for short hair. I don't even know what he... What he what does he look like again? What did you say? A boy who just got out of Hebrew school? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it just I just imagined the little yarmulke pinned on the yeah. back. Yeah. I remember when we were in WeHo yesterday. Yeah, yeah those little boys remind. with that haircut, yeah. with that tiny swoop in the front, with the little <laughs> yarmulke, like the little suit on. I love it. I love it. And he's a tennis champ, you know, as it says on his shirt. Well, well, that's uh, I could guess I can leave that music. Back, yeah. Huh? Cool. Let's let's move on. We uh, you got Funky Three, I got Funky One. None of us got Funky Four. Hey, at least you're the original. Yeah. The OG. OG, I'm the host of Conscious Club Podcast. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> the true Papa. <laughs> the true papa <laughs> that was a really great uh good spunk here wasn't it it was just awesome was yeah nobody noticed that cut at all all right um great so number two we got the we saw this in the pack it's a dog in the in a heated car or well, in a closed car in a parking lot uh please don't break the window the ac is on he has water and he is listening to steely dan but that was that was a little uh, notable and his face is like <laughs> He's oh, like, wait, I never even was holding my microphone the entire time. <laughs> no, just since we stopped oh from that God. obvious cut. No, it wasn't obvious. Nobody could tell. Nobody could tell. I love her. Yeah, uh, yeah. You didn't change. I'm in a shirt, different so. shirt. He's a little bit less sweaty. He wiped some off. He hates you, that I bring up that he's sweaty. You, I, if people could see that I'm sweating. Why does it matter that you have to bring it up? <laughs> How do you not sweat in the show? You're getting so defensive. I know. Why does it matter? <laughs> I hope that stays in so we don't know how oh, abusive you are. No, I'm just like, why does it matter? It doesn't matter. Okay. Bye. All right. So this meme reminded me of J.K. Simmons in La La Land. Mm-hmm. Where it's he's he's the orangutan. It's free jazz and people who they <laughs> listen to all genres. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thought it would be funnier, but whatever. J.K. Simmons in La La Land. <laughs> Everybody, I know, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally a psychopath in the rest of I'm this. I'm not. I'm just a good actor. There we go. <laughs> that was a reach. Hey, I'm not bad. 
Why don't, you, why don't you give me a scenario and act it out? Okay. Um, you just found out that your dog's testicle, one of them, can't drop. <laughs> and only one of them can. And he has to get like a $3,000 surgery. Uh-huh. So, let me get this right, Dr. So. just one ball three grand for one ball <laughs> nah let's put him down what you're gonna put him down I'm not done acting no maybe Maybe I'll have my buddy Aiden cover it. Yeah, he owes me one. Okay. Right. <laughs> See ya. How was that? Headphones was that good? gone. Actually, yeah, it was really good. You didn't laugh or break whenever you said the word ball. So that was impressive. Right. <laughs> I tried not to look at you because I could tell you were you were smi- like pre-laughing, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you know uh, leave a comment below and tell me how good I did. I hope you edit that really dramatically and like zoom in on your reaction. It's just like black and white. We have like that grain. I should have cut the I should have cut the music. Well, I can cut it later. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're in funny funk. We're not in an improv mode. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this was like an improv like level one. It's an improv class. show. You know, it's like we have rundowns, but we we improv it sometimes. You improv that. You literally think you're curb right now. <laughs> we have an outline. It's well, mostly an improv show. We can, yeah. It can be curb. Yeah. yeah. Hey, curb. Okay. Ah. Okay. Okay. And nobody's watching. <laughs> Everyone's Everybody's gone. gone. Especially yeah, with sorry. this. And uh, I don't know how funny this is, but uh, reporter, is Jack the best drummer in the world? And Joe, Jack isn't even the best drummer in Wolfpack. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody commented, this is a deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So accurate. But I think that was said. I don't know where, but I remember seeing that somewhere in non-meme form. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let me cut the music bed out of here. And we're getting to Keegan. Some funny funk. Let's get into it. It's okay. Stay there. You know who I am? Yes, sir. Then do you know why I'm here? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Show me your rudiments. <laughs> mm. Stop. Don't just play a blues riff, okay? Uh. Van Halen. <laughs> Stop. ACDC. Stop. Something from Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. <laughs> no, Dr. John? Stop. Something else from Chuck Berry. Everybody knows how to play that. (laughs) Stop, it's impossible. It was a trick question. I need all of the woodwinds. (laughs) Oh, this fucking thing. Don't cop for go. Oh. Eye on you. From the middle, all of the woodwinds from the middle of the tragedy after Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle have been killed on Tatooine. Now, go. Play it. Play it. Stop. The middle part, not where the Jawas are. The <laughs> middle part, but it was Uncle Vi. Really? Play it. 
Really? Stop. That's horse. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, everything go, yeah. the baby weasel was whispering into that woodpecker's right. ear. Right. Just that. The middle part. Yeah. Anyway. And then uh, we got uh, the the caption for this. The caption for this was me five seconds after I have a mental breakdown. It's literally me. I know. You guys see what I have to deal with here? Literally. Everything's great, but the whole day has been crap. Just a hundred thousand percent me on every level. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I only want to do one more funny funk, but I got one, two, three, four, five other things. What do you want to see? Do you want to see Minecraft base? No. Do you want to see baby Joe dart climate change, Maybe. the sax evolution or Theo and rocket man, Theo rocket man for sure. It's not a video. It's just an image. So, That's you fine. Know, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I love how Theo just embraces, embraces his, uh, the forehead. his uh his similarity in look to uh Elton Sir John. Elton John. Sir Elton John. Sir. He's knighted. Is he a KBA? No, he's KBE? British. Oh okay. right? he does, you can't be a KBE if you're British, right? Oh, okay. I think. No, so I think you would non- be a KBE. Well, I might because I'm half English. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be like K you know, like just like that that's actually like I hope I can be one day. I want to be as prolific as anybody else who's knighted. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be great to be like, you know, MC Lynchpin KBE. would <laughs> be like it'd be great, you know. I feel like they mostly um knight I feel like they mostly knight people who are actors and not musicians. Oh no. Sir Paul, Sir Paul McCartney, True. Sir Elton John. Those are the only two I can think of at the moment. Point made. But I don't know if there's any Americans <clears throat> That are knighted with KBE. Basically, if you don't know, if you have KBE after your name, you're not British, but you were knighted. Also, and I can't think sir, of... if you're Sir, you're British and you were knighted. I can't think of one female who's been, what is it, damed? Yeah, damed. For being a uh, well, musician. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's win one for feminism. <sighs> Female, musician, music artist, knighted... Or is it damed? I'll just put knighted. Singers awarded <laughs> knighthood. A lot of women on here. Julie Andrews. Ah, oh, Julie uh, Andrews. <clears throat> uh, Paul McCartney. He's a woman, according to <laughs> according to Craig Ferguson. Any of my Craig Ferguson fans out there, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, here, let me let me let me just show you Shade. Craig. Ferguson. This has been a. Jaunt Angela Lansbury. This side. Yeah, this, this was a recurring character <laughs> on his show. <laughs> he does look like Angela Lansbury. He does. <laughs> he does look like Angela Lansbury. She's my ish, man. Yeah. Angela, see who else. Is Angela Lansbury? Uh, let me go to L here. No, Lauder. Damn it. Lion. She's no. my queen. Oh, Van Morrison is knighted. Oh. He's a female. Uh. <laughs> Ringo Starr, female. Uh, <laughs> Eva Turner, never. Uh, yeah. Rod Stewart. Whoa, you didn't say he was a woman. He's more female than any other person on this list. Right, right. Rod. I mean, do you think he's sexy? <laughs> Absolutely not. With that weave and he's that much weave? makeup, <laughs> go search, search him. 
Who? Search. I forgot who we were talking about. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Never mind. Who are we talking we're, about? We're Rod, Stewart. Rod, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Let me put the fucking thing Rod Stewie. <laughs> With that He's weave. got a weave? Look I've never it. how how do you tell? Click. Oh. That's how you tell. <laughs> Jeez. That is insane. <laughs> oh my god, I won't go away. Wow, that is crazy. I need to save this picture so I can pop it up. Where the f- come on, just give me the fucking okay. <laughs> It's gonna stay We're there on forever. The oh, rocks. No, 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 no. What? What do you mean no? Looks like ass. I don't think it clicked over. Oh, oh my god. Well, I shouldn't do this on a show. <laughs> Fucking save image. Jesus Christ, this will be cut out, motherfucker. With the documents. Oh my God. <laughs> Open link and new tab. I don't want the link. I want the fucking photo i Same wish image. it kept in the parts where you're like a horrible person you but i'm sure you'll piece of shit i'm sure you'll Mac- cut it all out just screenshot I know, it for fuck's sake you know what <laughs> I'm going to have a mental breakdown, and then <laughs> I'm going to be like this <laughs> after I'm done. Literally, whenever he has a mental breakdown, he's like, I don't know, like, he'll be fine, and then he'll be like, I don't know why you got my energy. I don't know why you're, absorbed? I don't know why, why you absorb my energy. It's not that hard to absorb. Rocky ending to uh, number 14. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, uh, I've had it. Well, in more than go. one way. Um, damn straight you've had it. For sure. <laughs> uh, can right, we get guys. the lady with the big tits off the screen? Thank well, you. Thank the sun. The ever loving <laughs> the sun. Dot you. Like, and they haven't taken the the <laughs> off. Any links of Rod Stewart are circling <laughs> there. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. How do we get here? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry, Daniel. I know you listen to these back and you're like, <laughs> just fucking move on. But yeah. we persevere. I take Corey's advice to heart, you know? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Anyways, it's been real. If you made it this far, you're seriously a true fan, even though I doubt anybody's here watching Our us. Our camera's not even fucking. Our camera's not anything. even watching us. Yeah. Our camera's not even here. <sighs> All right. Well, that's that's Anyways. it. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Until next time. Indy here and thanks for watching the Conscious Club podcast. Please be advised that this is a fan-made podcast. Even though we would love nothing more, we are not associated with Wolfpack, Wolf Records, LLC, Wolf Productions, Inc., or any associated acts tied to the greater Wolf umbrella. We do this show out of love, not for monetary gain. We simply wanted an outlet like this to exist, so we made it happen, and I hope that's okay. Thanks for watching, and always remember, fee-fi-fo-fum. Fo.